Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the man himself from New York. Hit that camera. It could be no other way. It could be no other way. We might have a Traviu today. Hey, man. We might do make it. Ra- we could do make it racist. Sam Lyons in at 9 a.m. Do some recasting call with Goodfellas. Uh, my name's Chris Edmonds. We are live. Mid-Coast Studio in Grand Center. I've got a fancy shirt on today. I'm rocking my hopper uh, look. And uh, joining me in studio, the stream queen himself, the executive producer. Mm. Oh, he's floating. Look mm-hmm. at him. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't know how oh, cameras work. stop that. Hey. 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 Can you high-five me? I don't know. Can I? Wait, hold on. I got to go. Ooh, okay. One, two, three. That worked pretty well. <laughs> Not really. Uh, the great Chris Gardner's in studio. How are you, sir? Good morning, gentleman. And good morning, well, nuts. And I wouldn't have this return from New York any other way. It's the any only way other we can do way. it. Right. What's uh, the hawk? What hawk? Hudson. The actual Hudson hawk. Oh. Finally. Right? Time change hawk. Jet lag hawk. Um, Uber's late hawk. Partially, somehow my fault, Hawk. Uh huh. Privilege will be brought up. White man, Hawk. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Yeah. So we'll get into that and more. Excited to have Sam Lyons in. Uh, I wanted to just jump right into it. I had a super busy day yesterday, Gardner. Uh, finished the night at Project Wake Ups, mm-hmm. private screening of uh, of their new documentary. It's a mental health documentary. Uh, I'll just say this: they filled the chase. Uh, not just the big theater. The dude with the organ was there. Oh, that's pretty exciting. Nice. Yeah. Um, they've been working on this for four and a half years. So I wanted to start off with something a little positive today. Very successful. Um, so you're familiar with The Chase, right? Uh, yes. I feel like you've probably gotten drunk in there a few times back in the day. Uh, I have. Okay. So there's I actually no people that aren't allowed in there anymore. Good for you and them. Mm-hmm. Uh, five theaters total? Three. I think five sounds about right. I think it's five. So I go in, and there's just a horde of people. Uh, the great Tom Duff and, uh, and Debbie from St. Louis Counseling were there. Uh, a lot of fun people. Saw, the, saw Dan Buffa. Saw mm-hmm. a lot of friends of the show that were around. Uh, I believe, I think I might have seen Hannah as well. Uh, I can't remember if that was her or not. Either way, packed at the chase. And I'm, th- I'm looking around, I'm thinking, this is not, this is too many people to fit inside the big theater. They filled all five theaters. Again, private screening four-and-a-half-year mental health documentary in the making. Uh, and that was their second private screening. And the other one was full as well. So huge congrats to uh, Project Wake Up on that. Yeah, I saw some pictures from their first private screening. Yeah. Um, it's important to say private screening, by the way, because if there's tickets sold or anything else, they ain't going to Sundance. And they're working on going to Sundance. Oh, that would be... It's a big deal. That would be something. That's right up there with getting booked on We Are Live. Why anyway, are you so quiet? I just was <laughs> looking for it. Uh, no, so huge shout out to them. Danny Kurth, Alex Lindley. Got that going. Nate Townsend directed it. And uh, it was just a beautiful, amazing thing. And uh, I hope that it does get to Netflix so more people see it because uh, mm-hmm. it was extremely informative. That's how I ended my day. Uh, we also had congrats a Congrats to those folks. Yes, yeah, huge congrats on the success of that. But also, um, 
just the fact that they put that into it and uh, that like legitimately there was story to it the cinematography was amazing um there's a lot of learning a lot of numbers involved it was entertaining it was uh artsy it was good it was mm -hmm. very good um even the score was uh was quite relevant i remember seeing they did a teaser they trailer a trailer yeah at a comedy at chaminade right, right. yeah that's what i recall and that was even gripping then so i can only imagine what the fun the finished product is now oh it was amazing and i i genuinely think like that is their goal to to get major distribution they've got a production company all this stuff uh it would surprise me i've seen way worse produced stuff, and i mean that in a positive way mm -hmm. as in uh from a quality standpoint it certainly seemed to pass the smell test yeah so very excited for project wake up shouting them out in the comments if you guys want to donate they're always accepting donations and uh that's very well sourced for what they use that money for uh so big shout out to them uh had a wonderful time last night uh weird news yesterday uh oddly personal that a bar closing would affect us i got more texts about uh some tough news in the we are live family uh yesterday Southtown Club closed its doors hours before our comedy show which mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things a family owned that and some people lost jobs and everything else but they were great partners of ours for what three years as long as you've known us yeah uh did our first anniversary party there um had so many good memories did uh the comedy show turned into this animal of its own too it's been a really cool thing that people across the country are aware of because of that space and the fun that we had there. So unexpectedly shut down. Uh, we have some really cool news. Um, I, we have some cool news next week about the comedy series to uh, get into, but I don't wanna, I don't wanna be like, hey, screw that. Tough whenever a business goes down, that's a bar business and uh, I feel terrible for them, but shout out to Sam and Paul for all the good times. We had it Southtown, but it is true. It's, uh, it's closed and uh, we won't be doing comedy there, but Gaslight stepped up last night. Was thinking, do you think I should get like a resilience award for texting some nope. people and them nope. doing a show while I was at a documentary screening? Uh, you just seem distracted then. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a couple of ways to look at it. I think I deserve. I can spend it any way you want. If you want me to, like spend, to spend resilience, I, I can. I like re okay. I, I like resilience. I like um, I like me being the center of attention. Okay, so then we say multitasking. I multitask instead of distracted, mm -hmm. and boom. They're automatically the narrative begins to shift. Right, that's true. Okay, that's all. just you can make it the, however you want. So I said no initially to what you were saying, even before I heard you finish your statement. But the answer, of course, is yes. We can make that happen because we just need the proper uh, narrative driven into people's heads, and then you get that award. Hmm. Okay. So let's make sure we have. Um all the proper authorities alerted. Um, a resound, resounding, astounding. A what? The the show moved to Gaslight y yesterday. Our friends at Gaslight uh -huh. texted them. I was like, hey, let's throw this on. Uh, our friend Meredith Hopping hosted it. Okay. So uh, we had Sean Don, uh, Doug Morris is a young guy that jumped on. He's very funny. Quentin Wilbert and uh, Matt Wayman. Full house when I showed up. At the end. So I was huge, wondering how that worked out. Huge shout out to Gaslight. And uh, they've got a new barbecue place, Gastro Pit, there. They've got pork steaks, Gardner. You'll have to go. Uh, so, and Schlafly oh, wait, wait. supported us as well. Oh. Back to the pork steak. Yeah. What kind of pork steak? 
smoked and, and real good. Yeah. They're back there smoking them all day. Is it big? Oh, doctor. They came through. When I went by there to make sure everything was set up, they came through with a big tray of them. Uh-huh. And I just did like this. A tray of them? I did this. Well, they'd been working on it. They'd been smoking them. And so I, just, they, they I were reached for them longingly. They were finished ones. A tray of finished ones. Oh, yeah. They needed uh, They needed to see. How'd they, how'd they smell? Well, how, do you, how do you think a pork steak? Oh, and Sam was on the bill. How do you think a smoked pork steak could smell? Oh, no, oh here we go. Go ahead and play Jesus. this game. Oh, my God. So huge thanks to Schlafly oh, as well. Jesus. They hooked us up last minute. Mother of Gaslight, Jay Smugs. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I did forget Sam Lyons, who's mm-hmm. on the show today, uh-huh. but Sam was on the bill as well. But okay. I wasn't there, and I didn't book him, Look so at this. I'm not worried about Look it. Look at this. Uh, returning. <laughs> ah! Dropped the phone. He couldn't even do the bit. From New York, back in studio at 8:15 Central Standard Time. Oh. It's a great Travis Terrell. Good to have you back, Travis. Hello, everyone. Which hawk was it? Yeah, let's hear it. Namaste. No, 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 no. You have to face your, you have to face your, uh, you have to face your issues in the room now. Which I'm hawk? actually happy to see you, but I'm trying not to. I'm trying not. What do we? What camera? Trying not to buy in to this again. stupid thing. Okay. Uh, so Travis Terrell's back from New York. Can I have a hug? How are you? Not, not right now. Maybe at break. Huh. We'll see how I feel about this. Uh-huh. He's real. Touch. He's real? He is real. Oh, Gartner. I'm, I'm hey, sorry. You come Gartner. Back from, you come back from New York and you kill one of our Hold longest on, sponsors. Thank second. you. Hold on a second. Hold on. Oh, oh wow. This is a real yeah. hug happening. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. Huh. Oh, you look all right. <laughs> that, was, that was bad. That was Aunt Crystal. That was not nice at all. Good to see you, Travis Terrell. It's good to Got be back. Got you back Hello, in gents. studio. Still working it. Still, uh, wow. Nick Freed's in the comments. He's saying, aw, you guys. Aw. So we've got, got little, emotion. Uh, got a picture for you. Mm. Oh, wow. I do look a little bit smaller. Uh, Welcome, hack. Oh, whoops. Oh, wow. Ah, typo. Huh. Oh, wow. I didn't mean to call Interesting. you. Interesting. I think that's... Okay. Uh, whoops, hold yeah. on. Hold on. Wrong there you go. There wow. we go. Welcome there. back, Travis. All right. Huh. And it's a balloon <laughs> party. I, is that in... Shout out to Joe Strauss. Is that uh, St. Louis? Yes. Like this city? Yes. This is your city. This is where you live now. That looks really dope. Hmm. That they is really a nice photo. They don't have that in Brooklyn. They do not? Mm-mm. Ooh, mm-hmm. I just thought about hot air balloons in Manhattan. That would be pretty damn hilarious. That might be an issue. So <laughs> let's, let's just jump right into it. At what point do you stop saying, well, when I lived in New York... Uh, well, are we going? Are we going a year, months, weeks? How's that going to work? Oh, well, as a New Yorker, I I gotta, we got to get our timing back. So yeah. now we can get back to fun interrupting, not super annoying interrupting, because there's a seven-second delay. It is weird. Are you still a New Yorker? I would say I am a New Yorker. Or are no, you a St. Louisan again? No, 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 Gardner, Gardner, Gardner. I know this is all about Travis, but real quick, I just You're want just everybody a to know. I want everybody to know. Travis has already laid out a month's worth of disappointment. As he said, he'll be assessing his uh, his options <laughs> in St. Louis, which means Smart. the check still comes in, so he still is here. But if he just doesn't show up, he's like, yeah, I was out, I was out assessing options. <laughs> That's not specifically how it's going to go. But it's it'll go a, like that. But no, but now as a, I'll call myself a new Lewison because I'm still part St. Louis, but still a New Yorker. 
Uh-huh. Um, because I walk those New York streets. Yeah. And I pay New York bills. Okay. So I feel like I, I can claim Are New York. Are you still paying those bills? Yeah. I would say that it can't. Did you leave some bills behind? I didn't leave any bills behind, thank God. Sean, no Sean once left New Mexico because he was... Afraid of drug dealers or uh, there was something going coyotes on there. maybe uh, there was a, there was a hmm. lot going on coyotes. Well, some I'm gonna say organizations <laughs> of some sort syndicates syndicates would probably be the word we're looking for and believe it or not coyotes yeah, that would make it I see time. I'm just gonna do that if I want to drop I'm gonna say and coyotes and I'm gonna make the drop sound you're doing a yeah okay push. I, th- I think though St Louis is the city where if you've had a very questionable past in other cities that this would be the place to go for chapter two of that life st louis yeah mm-hmm. like because who's going to come to like like no no one no one's going to come to st louis everybody's like man i ain't got i ain't got time for that i've been I dealing got time to go to st louis to try to find somebody to fly murder. over country it's absolutely fly over country at the same time are you really going to want to weave through the streets of st louis I to find this individual you're not going to go the people who are looking for sean on the west coast aren't going to try to weave through the people of st louis and the streets of st louis to find sean they ain't got time for that they ain't got time for that so i think if you're gonna hide in any city st louis would be it so at a meeting yesterday the young man successful young man had uh, been moved here for his job from chicago and he was talking about somebody else coming in for this particular company that will be working with us and he said (laughs) he goes well they think they've hired a guy and he's down to his choices of being detroit and st louis I think he'd pick St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> he was very, and I go, well, maybe he went to Michigan. He goes, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, St. Louis was not, a de- was not a first pick to Detroit in this guy's eyes. He's a smart guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I was like, that's, that's who we are. Well, we so were- the question then is, did you do something? I did not. Be, have to be able to come back? I did nothing. Uh, that everything's would, okay? I am still allowed in the state of New York and the city as well. Okay. Did you have relations with any girls that you're going to be getting calls from? Uh, camera two, please. This is camera two. Three. <laughs> four. Derek Dockett on standby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good to have Travis back in the studio. Uh, we've got to Trav you. We've got Sam Lyons next hour. Travis, how was the trip back? Anything interesting? We, we saw a little bit of you in Chicago. What's Man, been going on? I really tried my damnedest to try to get us to go live from Union Station, and it would not cooperate with me. Um, but the trip was fantastic as far as uh, getting back to St. Louis. Uh, it's, Gosh, I think my day yesterday started around 3.30 in the morning. Had to get to LaGuardia just around 4, 4.30. Had mm-hmm. to get through that tri- uh, security. Security at... Uh, they treat you like me? Man, it is... So my dumbass, it's early in the morning, and so I'm already loopy because I had been up for a few hours because you're moving out. Because I decided you only had two bottles of wine that well, morning. <laughs> well, I am the idiot who, on paper, thought it made sense to move out of his apartment and catch a plane in the same basically 12-hour period. So yeah, it doesn't so, sound like you at all. No, actually, it's doesn't. good practice for being on the run. It really is. Yeah. It, like oh, it yeah. forces yeah. you to like like if things get real, you're like, okay. all right, man, I got to clean it up. I got to make sure I wasn't right. Ever you got to always know where your Groucho Marx glasses and yeah. nose thing is. And you yeah. make mistakes along the way that first time, so that yes. when you do it the second time, you can address those and be more prepared. Absolutely. So that's actually a good thing. And so I basically threw everything I had uh, taken with me and collected over three months, threw it in a suitcase. Went to LaGuardia, went through that fun traffic search, and no, no one grabbed the back of my puppy's neck. Mm. And uh, mm. then hopped on that plane to Chicago, took a Chicago uh, from Union Station to our Union Station, 
because uh, I love trains. And mm. also, I'm a terrible procrastinator, and I bought my ticket very late to get oh. back to St. Louis. Yeah, so that was the cheaper yeah. route. That's who would have thought that? Uh, some comments. Uh, Ron Finger says, Tommy looks different today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, farmer's tans really catching up to Tommy. KFB, the gang's back together. Where's Hannah? <laughs> <laughs> Off being successful somewhere. Uh, Ron Finger has blamed Sam Lyons for the closing of Southtown Park. I heard about this. <laughs> he says, this. Sam Lyons is killing the barbecue industry <laughs> this is this is news yeah it's tough yeah that's too bad worked with them had some awesome times you know what can i make, recommend if they are still listening i would new york they <laughs> should move their services to new york new, if they're are, looking are they for lacking a bigger, barbecue like they I, hey we've seen pictures of that brooklyn exactly. barbecue that ain't barbecue that ain't it's barbecue. like a pigeon yeah. yeah so actually that does make some sense was it the pie holes the potholes on Kings Highway. That'll that, do it. That, a lot of people don't want to drive down Kings Highway because there'll be potholes. Bridgeport. It was the bridge again. Did the bridge do it? <laughs> uh, we, that, what about Ballpark? All, was it Ballpark Village? Ballpark all, Village is a badass. It, all it bridges are working now. All bridges are working now. <laughs> nice the try. Compton Bridge. Nice try. Smoothest ride in town. Yeah. Uh, uh, For now. Okay. Yeah, let's... They need to... They need to tear that one down when they start, <laughs> actually. There's quite a few of those around town. They don't want you to know which ones they are, though. Yeah. That's an interesting one. It was weird getting to work today uh, because I didn't have to take a subway. I think it was the first time. Um, did you stop at Subway I, on the way here? I did not. Oh, okay. Why were you late? Uber? Uber. Oh. Yeah, I had to buy by the, the road by riding with a lovely older black gentleman. That's who it is in early morning Uber Early rides. morning Uber rides are African-American men over the age of 45. African-American? Not just African? No. I African got African-American. American. African American man, I don't. I think I took, I took a, several Ubers over like a two week period, and I would always be hanging out with African dudes. I think they, it's, I think it's because it's, it's where you live. Mm-hmm. I think they like so. they're like oh, I'm gonna pick up me a hot blonde woman. I don't want to stereotype what happens when I get an African driver. I don't want to stereotype because I think that's unfair. But, but they're, they're they not, somehow they're not upset they're from Africa. No, but they for some reason I've had it three times, and every single time. They're upset. I don't know why they bring this up to me. Maybe they think that I'm like a white supremacist or something. But they don't like they don't like African Americans. And I'm like, hey, man, I don't want to be involved in this so conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Did you back? They're trying to get Look you. They're trying to tag team your ass <laughs> yeah. here to come after us. Are you recording? What's going on here? <laughs> like I talked to this white man this afternoon and. Uh, Look, he feels the same way about that's, the blacks as we do. That's happened three times to me. That, and is, I'm like, that is a why? very real thing. I know yes. a, I know an African charity that they were like, all we want to do is just get African Americans and African people liking each other. It's really weird that they don't. And I, was I like, had no idea this a was a thing. It's a very real thing. Yeah. It is. It, back in college, um, it, was, it wasn't a thing. You have several Nigerian friends. I have a ton of Nigerian yeah. friends. And I, so I don't, I didn't realize it was a thing. <laughs> I guess in society, but they would be second generation. Yeah, but I don't know where that Africans with an accent typically are in St. Louis. I will say this: it's probably. I feel like it's a generational thing. Yeah. So I think I feel like maybe older blacks. Yeah, that's because they didn't have. I don't know how that relationship was with African Americans and Africans coming up. I know that from my conversations with my friends that their parents experienced like. 
a lot of the older generation blacks were very apprehensive or weren't receptive to them when they initially moved over here to the country. So some, a lot of people say that's what it stems from. But to Chris's okay. point, a lot of second, third generation Africans and African-Americans, it's different. Like okay, I said, I have, good. I think, I want to say 80% of my friends are African. So I half of your jokes are goat jokes. Yeah. And they, and look. But that's the, but yeah, and then they come back at me and go, "Hey, diabetes, want to talk some more?" And I'm yeah, like, "Ah, <laughs> how about ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Whitener with a great PSA? Hey, Chris, there's a black guy on the show. Mm. In case you missed it, <laughs> Matt Whitener, everybody. Uh, Uber's hitchhiking that you pay for from Lisa. Ron Fingers at PC to call them Nigerian. So that's where the conversation has had. That's what I said. I was just trying not to stereotype, but I've had it happen three times to me and different drivers in an Uber. And I, it, I just, it's uncomfortable when you're bringing that conversation my direction. Right. Like, is it nice? Like, I always am one, especially in race relations, I normally acquiesce because I'm like, look. I'm a white boy that grew up in O'Fallon, Missouri. <laughs> I don't have a say. I don't. I don't want to say. I can. Uh, here's what I can tell Short you. Sort it out yourself. I'm telling you this. <laughs> I don't know a whole lot. I had a mixed friend growing up. Right. That's the closest I have in perspective. Leave me out of it. Yeah. So is it nice when those dudes pick you up to not have to have the windows rolled down with your menthol in the car? Yeah. Is that not like is that an add-on? Do you tip more? No. Oh. I, d I tell you when it's just an African American driver. Is it great listening driver, to Sam Cooke every morning? Uh, well, that's that's the thing. Is if I get an, <laughs> like an uh, let's say middle-aged black man driving me, uh -huh. it's usually smooth jazz. It always smells good. It, it actually probably smells a little strong. One thousand percent. That's exactly what my Uber ride was. This it morning. smells good. It was spacious. It was a nice, cool, 64 degrees inside of his vehicle. Uh -huh. He offered me mints and water, right. and he was playing R&B. Yeah. You've probably so slept with the same amount of white women. Nah, well, I've I, heard the Tom Joyner morning show on some of my Uber rides It in was the a very delightful ride, in, and that's why I was late, because I didn't want to be like, hey, man, can you speed it up? Because I was like, this is a very comfortable a ride right now. Right. Because yeah. like, you might I even had to stop off the best steakhouse. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah you got to grab four coffees for yourself. Okay, do you, player? Matt but, Whitener, it stems from those fake-ass Jordans the African sell the swap meet at the St. Charles Rock Road Metrolink. <laughs> that is very specific. <laughs> and probably very accurate. <laughs> Matt Whitener's been burned by a man <laughs> from Uganda. Oh, gosh. Uh, Matt probably bought some Jordans and, like, Michael Jordan logo probably had a thong on. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. I think this I is think how the, the jump man is supposed to look. Why is he? Is that jump man? Does he have a mohawk? What, <laughs> what, what is that? Why is the jump man shooting a free throw? I, I swear he, the, the jump man dunks. Is, it, hmm, is that a granny form shot? <laughs> that was very strange. Jordan that, never did that. <laughs> granny form Jordan logo shot. Mm -mm. That was Straight out of Uganda. Yeah, that's how it works. This is Rick Barry. This isn't even Jordan. <laughs> Wait, this is his son, Marcus. That's not even Michael Jordan. <laughs> Could we have at least got Harold Miner? God. Uh, it's great to have Travis back. It's also great that Buzz's Hawaiian Grill still works. Mm -hmm. I wore this shirt for them. Sure. Well, I came back because the weather is nice, and they are strolling up and down the streets of St. Louis providing some of the best Hawaiian-style food in all of the Midwest. It's our good friend, Buzz, at Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Be sure to check them out. Chris, where are they today? Well, you check their Facebook page is what you do. Okay. Their location How do I get to St. Facebook? Louis. Well, it's uh, you pull up your phone, your mm -hmm. computer, you beep, type beep, it beep, in, beep. you yell at your mom, and then you go mm -hmm. check it out. That's Buzz's Hawaiian Grill on 
Facebook. Be careful, though, because Josh Hawley wants to make it so you can only be on social media 30 minutes a day. I saw that. What's that all about? We'll deal with him later. Okay. You got it? You, Just you, as a teaser, we might have some shirts on sale soon. Oh, boy. You're putting more time into more shirts? Yes. Involving Josh Hawley. You gotta, what, would, what would knock out our head? Does your headphones work, Travis? Mine doesn't, but that's okay. Neither I does. can hear you guys. But what 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 would cause what would cause you to continue this pursuit of Josh? Josh, he's going to be in office for a while, so I want you to yeah. pace yourself. I understand why you are upset with him, but I would like for you to pace yourself because he's still a very powerful man, and I don't know what you have planned for yourself over the next twelve to twenty-four months. But you know, I don't. I think you would like to see. Does this end with Gardner getting backhanded on TV? At a certain point, that would be ideal. That would be. Like, ideal. What if Holly can throw those hands a little? But that's like enough. I, but I'll just need him to hit me, and then we're done. That's it. What if he hits you with that Amir Garrett kind of weak ass punch? Well, then he like, wouldn't have connected. Number by one. the way, by the way, most disappointing. <laughs> told you. Turn of events. Told you. Very, I told you, right? Very, very, very disappointing. Like I that. can get like I, you miss a like if you're going to go into a crowd of twenty people, you got to hit one. You got to. You can't be six eight African American athlete. And not hit one person. Not like one. you went into the crowd. Not one. So you had a you had several options, several body parts, faces to hit, and you landed none. You were the biggest person in the brawl. It's like if you if now what's that uh, Game of Thrones scene called that we showed before? Battle of the Bastards. Battle of the Bastards. It's like, and that's Jon Snow. Is that who's mm-hmm. in the yeah. photo holding the sword? It's like if he went in in charge and started swinging the sword, and it went on for 60 <laughs> no. seconds, and, the, and then everyone stopped for a moment and, and was like, like Is he? wait, hmm. no one, we're all, <laughs> everyone okay? We're, we're okay? I got some of my hair, but I'm good. I don't have a scratch. <laughs> what just happened? Like, it, it's so confusing. Disappointment of the week. Yeah, here, like, right? it's yeah. almost, it's shocking that nothing really connected. Like, it's, it's that stunning. I, I understood his anger because in that moment, there are guys, we've seen it before, who will go into the corner and they'll start chirping and laughing and giggling to themselves. Sure. So I understood why he was motivated to go over there. Uh, but at the same time, if you're going to jump into a brawl, just pick one. Just pick one, baby. You're not going to get all six because mm-hmm. you're going to get one. And I, I saw a National Geographic where they were hunting this old lion down and the hyenas surrounded the lion and you can tell the lion decided, look, this is probably it for me. I'm wounded. Uh, there's like 20 hyenas around. But I'm taking one of you with me. What was that? Who? One of you are going down with me. Hyena. Hyena. Hyena? Hyena. That's what they call it. Hyena. 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 H-I-H-E-E-N-A. You come back down and just... Hyena. 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 You just come Why are you talking to that man? I swear to God, it wasn't. I was doing fine. All summer, yeah. and literally the lead it's up the to coming back, and then now I can't speak for the same. Matt it's Whitener just... crushing it in the comments. Them joints had Michael Jordan sitting the bench in them big-ass jeans. <laughs> <laughs> How great of a logo would that Matt be? Matt Whitener, it makes sense on the fight. Hyena. Hyena. See? She said it right. Good to Hyena. have her back. Hyena. 
Hyena. Hyena. A grand total of three punches have been landed in the NBA fights since Charles Oakley retired 15 years ago. <laughs> That's very true. Now, yeah, I will say as much as I like to hype it up, NBA isn't exempt from this because someone made the example of when Shaq and Brad Miller fought yeah. and how Shaq just absolutely whipped. Everyone's like, well, Brad Miller's 7'2", mm-hmm. 250 pounds. I don't know how you miss that. Yeah, it was bad. But yeah, there have been some... It's I don't like... So everyone keeps saying like for baseball players it's because they want to protect their hands. Because it's the Throw an elbow, makers. bitch. You just run it in at people. Thank you. Hit him with a knee in the stomach. Yes. Get out of my face. Ooh, a running knee would have been dope. Do See, the, a running do the knee. Masvidal. Yeah, oh, man. And he's like, what, what was uh, a Garrett? Garrett's about six, 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 seven. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be. Oh, my you God. Can you imagine you can... that? So running down from the mound towards a mm-hmm. group of guys. Flying knee. Flying knee. Mm-hmm. Um, Two-piece pe- two in a soda. Mm. That would have been a wrap. Because you ain't. Who gonna, now, think about that. We've never seen an athlete use MMA Abilities in a fight. Will. So if I were, if yeah, I that's what I'm saying. It, so I'm wondering who's going to be that player. Oh, Roy that Hibbert, officially Roy does Hibbert it. was doing a lot of jujitsu, and that really scared me. I was like, "That's <laughs> he's that's seven, a nine. very giant person." If who I were Garrett, I would have brought the baseball people. with me. All right, Gardner. Do we really need to look into your? <laughs> Good God, man! Yeah. Would you got? Good Lord! Would you got naked prior to running no, towards no, no. him? But bring the baseball with me. This is how you land. Jesus. Oh, my uh, God, you just bring it, and you just load as up. As you're getting closer. Oh, my God, Gardner, you would. Don't throw it, though. Oh, God. You stick them with a jab with the other hand? It's just a, it's a deke. It's a psych out. Oh, so they go like this, right. so they're in defensive position, and then, and then you. Wow. Okay. He's evil. He's literally evil. You worry me. I didn't. So I didn't throw the baseball. I didn't do that. No one's say, oh, you didn't. Oh, but you. Now fake, what about? I did fake him out. What but about, that's just strategy. At that what about point. throwing it up in the air? Their eyes follow it. That's my snowball strategy. Uh, or you could, yeah, you could do that. Or yeah, you can like. It's it's basically the same thing. It's just you're doing it a different way. Hmm. Okay, I would. That would be funny if like a a player gets hit and they run towards the mound and they go here, catch my helmet. That trick here, catch, mm-hmm. and then they punch. Like well, that would be pretty. Har- Bryce Harper's kind of tried that before. He. Yes, like, he did. He threw the helmet. helmet. Yeah. Best fight in baseball history. It's just moving history. the eyes a little bit. It's it's the same with it's the same with the pitching strategy. Right. You're changing their eye position. <laughs> yeah. It's High, low. You're going up and down the zone. That's good. Obviously, we know the Ventura and uh, and Nolan Ryan one. That right. that was fun. Also, that always gets cut off right before Ventura got loose and was going to get a hold of him. Uh, but Kyle Farnsworth, we've talked about this. I that believe, was just the tackle against one. the Reds. Yeah. Two punches landed, but they were meaningful, and he got a takedown. There's also, only been one punch we've ever seen. Kyle Farnsworth like rearranged that dude's face. I thought, I thought he landed a couple hits. Did after he? He I did, thought he got the top he of took, the head. He took down, and then he, the guy was bleeding. I thought. Okay. Man, well, whatever. Odor against Bautista. Yeah, that's the one. That's yeah. the only one where I know where the punch actually landed, landed and was effective, and because Joey Bats even. Like, he got hit on, and then, like, his knees buckled. He, yeah, Coco he didn't Crisp. fall, though. He, he didn't, didn't fall. fall. He didn't fall, but it did, he, he did go, oh, shoot, you, you got that one. Coco Crisp lands that one uh, haymaker he threw. We might have never have seen James Shields uh, eat again. Do you remember that? Oh, man, that's so long ago. I don't know. Coco Crisp. So, James Shields swung and missed. Coco Crisp, head movement, came back at him, was probably six inches shorter than James Shields or whatever. But he threw a very nice punch that just missed that I was like, if that would have caught him, that would have been real nasty. But yeah, there's never, there's never a satisfying. End I, of these. I've always feel like there, and I think I understand where Gardner's coming from, and I want to raise this question because, while it's very strategic, and very smart, especially when it's a fight, 
what is the overall feel from other athletes, especially professional athletes, in regards to you using that particular strategy? Because I think, yes, I think there are times like I wouldn't ever charge the mound because it's almost like running uphill. You got a catcher behind you. You got the pitcher coming down from the mound. You're just in a situation where you're not going to get what you want out of the ordeal because it's going to be over before it starts. Yeah. So why not go ahead and walk to first as the pitcher gets set for the next batter? <laughs> then you charge said pitcher. Yeah, then talking. you start whooping his ass. Right, right. But I'm curious, how would that be received? Do you, do you really want to fight or do you want to dust up and get everybody going? That's the question. So if yeah. you hit me with a 98-mile-per-hour like, two-seamer right in the ribs, in that moment, I'm in pain. Your catcher's behind me. It's a 60-foot run out to the mound. You have a lot of You're momentum. You're probably hung over. <laughs> I hope not. Mm. <laughs> but I go to first base. I'm going to take my first base because I'm like, ah, I'm, I don't have the advantage right now. I'm mm. going to get in position until I have the advantage. So I either I'm going to get to first, wait till you get set for your next set of pitches, and then I'm going to charge them out. Is that wrong? Smart. but I'd be okay with it. Would you judge me as a man if I did that? Is it a right-hander or a left-hander on the mound? Righty. See, then you're coming from behind, though, too. Ooh, so they need to know that at least I'm coming. That's yeah. to, be a, to be fair, they need to know that it's still on. Yeah, I would think so. Okay, what if I lead so them to the first baseman and a, go, hey, man, you, I'm about to go whoop your pitch. Did he tell you hands. I'm going to hit you in the ribs with that fastball? That's a good point. I think if it's a left-hander, you're good to go because they're, they they're then facing you. So that's okay. Hmm. But if Some it's a right-hander. Some rules life. Okay. Unless they're, like, doing a peer-over, even then. And plus, you still have the first baseman to kind of be that catcher in yeah, the situation. That's true. So maybe in this instance, maybe the goal would be to get to second. That way, righty or lefty, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's all fair. You don't have anybody behind you. So you have a clear shot at the pitcher. In that case... I wait for them. I do want a little bit of a surprise with them. So I, I wait for them to check on me as a runner. They turn back and check at second. And then when they turn their head back is when I start to make my I like move. that. I like because that. Because then I went th I, my hope would be that they would check one more time and I've surprised them. Yes. And I'm not going to hit them beforehand. Yes. But I want to be somewhere else that I wasn't last time they looked because it'll startle them. Okay. I'll even wait. But then they know that I'm, hey, I I'm think, thinking. I think it's okay to have strategy in these fights. That's all I'm saying. At the end of the that day, would I think it, because if you're if probably I, have less of them, right? Then you yes. essentially get the enforcer tag yes. on a few guys, yes. and it's like, do you, do you not remember seeing what he did to that guy, and he separated his jaw from it? Yeah, that doesn't. You don't want to throw in on him anymore. And, that, and I feel like athletes should be more vocal about that. I think in press conferences after, like I thought Garrett should have been like, look. You clearly have a problem with me or my teammates. Call those guys out and say, look, and where they're in Cincinnati, hey, I know a guy that's got a gym. Mm -hmm. What are you doing tomorrow morning? <laughs> like, but I think if you're going to get that angry, if you're that upset at someone, let's fight. Mm -hmm. Let's stop this dancing. Let's stop the theatrics. Let's fight. If Garrett is as upset well, as he you said can. he was. I, would, I mean, let's be honest, in all these situations, I'm not fighting. Oh, I'm not fighting either, especially if it's an athlete the size no. of Amir Garrett. Even if you're my teammate, I'm not helping you out. Right. I don't know. I, th I think I'd probably go after Amir Garrett now after seeing that. <laughs> so I'm like, 
I'm pretty out of shape, but I know that you're going to open up for about five seconds. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, and that's my thing. I'm like, I'm trying to understand. Like, I get these guys in the moment, heat of the moment. You want to defend your teammate. But it's a, called a fight. Someone wins. Someone loses. Well, I think we generally, all lost because I overhyped. You did. Happened. You were a bit, I, I tried to warn you, man. So I'm fun. so sorry. So fun. Uh, so Travis Farrell's back. We're, uh, let's see if he's got this one. St. Louis Counseling Services. They work with us. St. Louis uh, Counseling Services. Look, after a time careful. in a city like New York, careful. you may need time to decompress. You mm-hmm. want to find out, you know, hey, who can I talk to about these things? Oh, who, what, 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 who would you call? Who would I call? You know what? I would travel all the way back to St. Louis because if I want oh, wow. some of the best service with some of the finest people, mm-hmm. I go to St. Louis Counseling, improving lives. Since 1955, you know what's their podcast called? Their podcast is called. You've been on it. Mental Health Matters. Wow, you really had to dig this. I got. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. of course it's right because it's a podcast here in Mid Coast Media Studios. The website. The website. The website, of course, is. St. Louis Counseling inside of the dot org. St. Louis Counseling. What's the Mid Coast Media website? Mid Coast Media. Nope. Backslash. Mm -mm. Three zero three three three. You Joe Biden? Is that not it? Uh, that should <laughs> just text Joe at three four six three two. Nailed it. St. Louis Counseling Services providing the best, best. Mm. How does this happen? <laughs> How does? Why? You can't just fly here and not talk. It's the studio, man. I don't. By the way, Brooklyn doesn't make you smarter. It does it. (laughs) Does not. But I do love the studio. I will say uh, I enjoyed my time and I love the city of New York. New York is an old city. The buildings are old. And so then why they call it New York? That's a good question. Good question. Need to be asked. Hey, thank you. But. Uh, so the building I was living in, very nice, but old, old building. Um, and, and, and so it lacked uh, central air, uh, had a window unit, mm. which is no match for New York when you're underneath a heat dome. And so to be inside of a studio with nice AC. Mm-hmm. You're going to get soft again? Walls not falling on top of your head. Mm-hmm. Was that Rats about the concern? size of cats. Mm. It feels good. This okay. is really nice. I see the little lights. It's all green in here. Do they change colors? They do. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can do black. Black lights? You want to do black lights on a black curtain? Oh, yeah. That's a new thing. Oh, yeah. yeah there it is. Yeah. Black uh, on black? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that makes the mm-hmm. most sense. Uh, Let's give it a shot. <laughs> so we've got a Trav view of Travis's uh, travels, actually. And uh, I don't know. Gardner, you want to hit it? Yeah. Why don't... Uh... It's time for... Oh, wow. He's back. The Tribune. It sucks. Hey, Camera 3. It's been a while. Been a minute, in fact. It's good to see you. Mm -mm. Now that I'm back in studio, I would like to say hello Mm -mm. to all the fine ladies Mm. of St. Louis. Oh, boy. Mm -mm. Grandmama Evans. What's up, baby girl? Mm-mm. JPD? Mm-mm. How you doing? Mm-mm. John Beebe's parents? Mm-mm. Hello, mate. Mm-mm. Parents? Mm-mm. 
Beth's parents are too nice for me to say oh, anything wow. bad about them. So mine aren't so, nice. No, no, okay. so, no, your parents are incredibly nice. Oh, but they're like, uh, we go back. Uh, <laughs> you know, she's, your mom has cooked for me. All she's right. clean for me. She's uh, been there for me. Chris Sear she's is me, oh. super upset that he wasn't invited in with Travis back on, but I suggested he should uh, be excited that a black dude took his spot because he's so woke. Mm. As Sam Lyons joins us next hour. That's very true. Uh, we've got a Travview. What are we Travviewing today, Gardner, Travis, whoever talks? Well... We are traveling the Big Apple. Mm. That's me eating the apple. That's mm. how. That's Tommy's move. Tommy gets to do sound effects. Sorry. Um, Travis has spent how long? Three months there. Three months in the big city. Let's kind of recount maybe some of the best okay. and worst times it's of like your a s- trip. Semester abroad, kind of. Yeah. yeah. How you've changed. Are you, you're not going to be like the slew kids. It's pronounced Barcelona, and you're going to say it's pronounced Brookline or something like that. Right, right. Well, in New York. <laughs> in New York, they, yeah, we drink our cappuccinos with leaf imprints it's on the top. It's actually King Shyway. Yeah. Oh, no. That's actually what my direction oh, no. thing says sometimes. King Shyway. It bothers me. Like, Shy, how can I read this? Ah, throw it's, my phone. It's a neuterol bridge. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Neuterol bridge. <laughs> We've had this wrong the entire <laughs> yeah, time. The entire time, you idiots. Uh, yes, three glorious months in the lovely city of New York, and boy, was it a time. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Oh, there's me. Look, I'm waving. Oh, wow. What a beautiful city. Right um, next to that big old rat. Yeah. Um, the coolest thing. Uh, for those who, of course, have been in New York, they're very familiar with this. But the really neat thing is when you are coming into the city or into Manhattan um, and you come up from the subway and there it is. It's in all its glory. It's just steel on steel on glass on people. And it's absolutely just it's everything. It's so much energy. What you see, it's like right right now in that picture, it's a very busy picture, right? Mm-hmm. That is exactly what it is every day. Uh, the photo I think I may have shown to you, Gardner, it was on Monday afternoon. It was just hordes of people everywhere in Times Square. Uh, the city just has a vibe and an energy to it. Uh, that's me. Uh, yeah, that's when I went to Times Square. And it was... Uh, you had a good selfie from there. I did. Um, let me find it here. It was quick. very hot. Here it it's is. always hot. I like this shot. So there's me in the, in the heart of the city. Quite a time. I was heading off to a meeting. Kind of a distorted background to focus mm-hmm. on you. It's a nice shot. Maybe we get this in the Pulitzer. Uh, oh, you think so? Exhibit oh, wow. I can, maybe I'll just go ahead and print that out and just walk it over there today. Just leave it. Just leave it there. Just leave all the people. Oh, oh that's just powerful. Take a little tack, put it on the wall. Oh, you could use your tea pens. I got plenty of tea pens. Uh, Gardner, uh, the most exciting thing in his life since you've been gone that's happened is he's acquired tea pens. What a tea pen. These little pens to keep the foam panels up on the wall. Oh. If you see this oh, bottom see left it. one, oh, okay. it hides it pretty yeah, well, it but it also goes in deeper into the wall and That's keeps them up said. better. Nice. Mm. So, I want to go deep. We still do deep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm. that was terrible. Mm. He's almost out of work. We'll get it down. We'll get there. Mm. Um, but yes, I, I'm, I'm trying to think where to start. I, I think I'm trying to, I've been trying to think of a way to appropriately describe New York. And because I knew we were going to do the Traview. And I wanted to um, not this way, <laughs> not not specifically that. No, I'm no. really upset you didn't do a live show uh, from outside of Trump International. But I, um, man, just what's so funny about that now is that just there are so many 
progressive liberal institutions that surround that hotel. Like, so you have the Lincoln Center right around the corner from that. Yeah. Like, and like, that's liberal elites, literally. <laughs> the richest families in New York have seats at the Lincoln Center. It's down the street from Trump International. Uh, so that's the, and it's, I wouldn't, it's, it's a nice looking building, but it's funny. And I think I may have said this before when I started, like people walk past the building with little shame. Like they're just like, they, their head goes down. Like, how did we let this son of a bitch on the world? Mm-hmm. How did we, we had the chance to stop them. And we, we just let it go. You can just tell New Yorkers are just like, that's on us. My bad. Mm. My bad. Um, but the best way I describe New York as a city on the brink of a breakthrough or a meltdown, and everyone lives on the very edge of that. Okay. So well it's, it's a day where if, if, you, if you see people on the streets, you can see like they are a one big moment away from a breakthrough. Like either in their career, their personal lives, or they're literally just a day or two away from losing it all. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can feel it. You can like everyone because it's New York. The opportunities are there. The chances are there. And it's the big time. And you can tell like even the most seasoned people, people who have been through a lot in the life, who have the experience in the background are still like, man, this still can go one of two ways. Mm-mm. There's yeah. nothing guaranteed. Right. So I think the energy behind nothing being guaranteed and knowing that you have to go all out in order to get it creates this vibe. And, and it's, it's, it's really cool to be a part of. But then again, I also say it depends on where you are in your life. If you're mm-hmm. a family person, um, some aspects may greatly annoy you. Could you, you walk through a busy part of New York with like two small children? No. I couldn't. I personally yeah. couldn't. I, like, I have friends who've had children, and and they well, obviously people do it, but right, yeah. it's it's something I would have trouble with personally because for me, I love the I got somewhere to be. I love that attitude because everyone does have somewhere to be, mm-hmm. and so I don't like the waiting and holding hands and standing around. That's when my anxiety starts to build up because I'm like, no, 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 we can't stop because everything's moving. So I think if you have a family. There are certain aspects of New York that you may not care for, uh, but if you're single and you're like myself and you're at the, you're in your career mm-hmm. and you're trying new things, then it's perfect. If you're the kind of person that's, look, I don't know what to expect that's going to come tomorrow, but I would like to, you know, give it a shot. New York's for you. Did you? Uh, I'm a big fan of park benches. Did you find oh, a park uh, bench at all? Because I know you've got. It. There's one shot you sent me of the Brooklyn Bridge. And oh there's my goodness. The Brooklyn Bridge Park. One of my favorite places in New York is Brooklyn Bridge Park. And that shot right there, I absolutely love that shot because the Brooklyn Bridge is so gorgeous. It's so vintage New York. It's that shot, if you if I went to the other side of the Brooklyn Bridge, it's the shot from uh, Once Upon a Time in America. Yeah. Um, and, and it got that, you have, of course, the city in the background, but you have that massive Brooklyn Bridge in the foreground. And this is one of my favorite parts of that city because it's an odd calm. Mm. So you're on the other side of the river and you have the bridge and you can see the steel, you see everything at work, but you're in the safety of being on the other side of the bridge. So, but in, and that, that's a shot that you can get if you come in, in, I believe from the Brooklyn side Mm -hmm. and it looks just like the picture. Yeah. But have you been to the arch? That's also true. Mm -hmm. So they don't have an arch. Well, they do have an arch, but it's not our arch. I'm glad you found a park. 
There's several parks. You love the park. There are parks everywhere. Yeah, I love parks. It's a beautiful thing about Brooklyn is that there's a it's a park like every four or five blocks for the community and people they don't just go in there to you know just hang out people have events and families there and there's live music and something for the kids and there's circus and there's water and there's I know always something going on you didn't get to it but i did get jealous when i realized they were actually doing like a sailing event on the lower hudson <laughs> that one weekend and i was like man that looks like that would be awesome just to watch from not the only side. did they do a sailing event and this is just this is just new york in a nutshell they, not only do they do sailing events they have a a grand prix it's a Brooklyn Grand Prix. Mm, they mm. had the Formula One cars two weekends ago. Oh, really? Driving through the streets of Brooklyn. That's it was crazy. awesome. It's wild. It was. It's so yes. Yeah, so that's the, when, that, when those crash. Like they're not getting a barrier. They're probably hitting a business. But the funny thing is, like it's like the, there are streets available for that, and it's just it's gorgeous. You have these beautiful Formula One vehicles driving through the streets of Brooklyn with Manhattan in the background. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, it's this sweet ass city. That's it's a freaking. Grand Prix. It's a con. Look, it's happening outside my window. Now you also became a coffee shop guy. Oh boy, did I ever! Are you are you going to have to really find one for yourself here? Do do they have coffee places here in St. Louis? Do they have those things? Plenty. I heard about them. I'll see. There are four in my neighborhood alone that I can think of. New York is the capital of coffee, Um, world capital of cafes, and boy, oh boy. It, I would love to see a, a comparison of liquor stores to urban cities to mm. coffee shops mm. to Brooklyn mm. because I think one to one they're pretty close. There's a coffee shop on the corner every two corners in Brooklyn. And that's like, just Brooklyn. It's like bars in this town. It isn't. It's and the thing is, it's necessary. Because, again, you have a lot of people there who are starting their own individual businesses. There are people who work for themselves. So they need spaces, and they provide that in New York as far as just, look, we know you live in a basically box of an apartment. Mm -hmm. We know you don't have space to type, and we would imagine you want to get out of that box. So we're going to open up a brand new and it doesn't make sense. Like the coffee shop, it's like I think I told you about what was going on. I think when you're in an innovation area... It makes sense to yes. have as many. Like, even in my neighborhood, I said there's four I can think of. Cortex is right there. Yes. So, and now I just thought of five because there's one in Cortex, too. There used to be another one. There There used to be six because Tim Horton used to be there until mm-hmm. Lion's Choice moved in. Then. So, in areas like that, which might have innovation, might, might have startup, it makes sense, like you said. You would, and, and I think, again, if you are, I think the Brooklyn especially, their goal is to attract uh, younger career folks mm-hmm. uh, so they can get them to stay long term. And so it, it's almost as if they said, all right, millennials, what the hell do you want? And Brooklyn decided to basically just build those things. So the coffee shops are absolutely everywhere in that city, but they're very delightful and they're a great place to, to meet people too. I met some really nice people in these coffee shops. I remember early on, you said mm. you tried a hot dog, but instead Mm-mm. you got one with ketchup on mm, it only. I fail. Like Mm-mm. a child. I did. That was day one in New York. I didn't know what I was doing. Did you have life. other hot dogs? I did not. Cause what I would you go back it. and tell that, Travis, now? Hey, man. Mm. There it is. Uh-huh. That's it. Perfect. That's it. I say it just like that. There's a hot dog vendor here in town that I think you should try. Okay. It's down at uh, 6th and Olive, right behind the Met building. His name is Carlos, best vendor in mm. town. Mm. Okay. Thanks, Carlos. So uh, I highly recommend trying that out. If so you want a hot okay. dog. All in all, it how is, many booties? It is 
the best way I describe New York for me, every day was Super Bowl Sunday. And I was actually in the Super Bowl. So it was incredibly exciting. Some anxiety. The Patriots or the Rams? Mm. I was the Rams, of course. Come on now. Mm. But it was, it was an, it, it, it's a beautiful city. I can't believe it took me so long to get up there. I give New York. I've never done this. Oh. Never done this, guys. So, uh, a scale of five booties. Mm-hmm. I'm going to double up, boys. I give New York City. Ten booties. Respect wow. that ass. Why wow. do we even have a scoring system yeah, anymore? Even, we got to adjust he, the scoring he, he system. Not only do I respect that ass, 10, I want to marry that ass. Wow. Respect that ass. I may marry that ass. I'm just saying. What? I'm just saying. I may marry that ass. Not only do I respect it, I may marry it. I'm thinking about it. Wow. Thinking about wow. marrying that ass. How has New York changed you? It has made me a little bit more decisive. Um, it has made me uh, meaner. Mm. More I will say, more I, insulting. I, it. I do have new guards up. Mm. Like so, this morning in my Uber, like he was incredibly nice, and I didn't. I forgot how to, that was, and not that people in New York were mean to me. It was just I was just so used to just people being in their own world, yeah. doing their own thing. So people talking to me, I'm still getting adjusted to. So are you going to be mean to us still? Mm. Good question, guys. I no content I, has suffered. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it's tough love? And when I say tough love, it's will uh, we be getting any of the skills will... you acquired? Will we be seeing brave new <laughs> writing <laughs> segments for this show? Oh, Shall we start hosting a writers' showcase oh, in our office? <laughs> that the intern told me about. I tell you what, it's on. Oh, boy. Let's take a quick oh. break. Big thanks to Tech Electronics for That's sponsoring, something. for making sure that our studio is taken care of. Tech Electronics is a technology services organization headquartered right here in St. Louis. Network of nine offices across the Midwest at Tech Electronics. They specialize in life, safety, and communication systems, education, healthcare, construction, government, commercial, industrial, small business, and worship industries. They design solutions to fit each site's unique layout and priorities. Hit them up. Website, techelectronics.com. Huge thanks. What was that? Well, no, Travis is in the Tech camera. Electronics. It's menthol Let me time. Tech it up. We'll break and get Sam Lyons in here. There could be some rivalries forming. I believe Sam was under the impression he was the new black guy. We'll get into that <laughs> and more after the break. Peace. Oh, wait.